So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley. Thank you for joining me. Sometimes I like to see how fast I can say the name of the podcast, the Six Figure Photography Podcast. <laughs> That's how I felt on this intro a little too quick. You guys, I'm so glad that you are here today investing in yourself, investing in the growth of your business. That is what I'm up to, trying to help creatives grow your business. This is um this is going to be a different episode today, you guys. I'm pretty excited about it. It's another solo rant. I I like ranting every now and then, and I do it at a few other locations than just the podcast. So, I've mentioned this before, but on the Facebooks, I have a mastermind community. It's a group of uh, a few thousand other photographers who are interested in growing their business, um, connecting with me along the way, kind of learning uh, in more ways than just the podcast. It's a free community. I, I encourage, I invite you guys to come and check it out. But one of the, the really cool things about uh, the community is that uh, I hop on there and I will create live content. I'll, I'll produce live videos. Uh, and the live videos are really fun because the podcast right now that you're listening to, this is a one-way conversation. I'm over here ranting uh, and you're driving your car or walking your dog or folding the laundry and you're just listening to me. Well, in the mastermind community, when I'm doing live content, it becomes a two-way street. It becomes this really awesome opportunity for me to share ideas uh, and, and to hear back from you in real time in the comments section and to engage with you. And so, this was about uh, maybe a month or two ago, maybe two months ago at this point, but I, I, um, I produced this video, this live video uh, for the community, and I wanted to share it with you guys, the Six Figure Photography podcast audience, because as I look back on this video that I made, I think there's just so much value in it. This is, the, is going to be the content that we're going to cover here in today's episode is, is uh, how to answer the three most common objections that I hear 
in the sales process, really specifically when you're meeting with a lead and moving them into the actually the, the, the client phase, the, the booking phase, right? So it's a lead, it's someone who's not hired you yet at all, and we're looking to kind of convert them into a client. So this isn't like a, a, a print sales conversation, although this will help with that. This is really gonna be a conversation of how to handle the objections that take place when booking a client for the first time. The top three objections, and so in the, in the podcast, um, you're going to hear the top three objections, and I'm going to break down the entire framework that I have. Now, there's some role-playing that I'm going to be doing in this. So you're going to hear me try <laughs> kind of role-playing both sides of myself as the photographer and then role-playing you know, the potential client that I'm meeting with. And so hopefully you can track along with that. But the other thing that you're going to see, or rather hear in this episode of the podcast, is me interacting with the other uh, photographers who are in the, in the live stream actually engaging with me. Okay, So that is going to be uh, what we're about to dive into. Um, I would love feedback on this video, by the way. If you like like the um, kind of uh, hearing me share other content that I'm producing in other platforms and bringing it and kind of cross promoting it in certain ways. If you like uh, what you hear today, let me know. If you could hop over to Instagram and DM me at J Ben Hartley, just letter J, J Ben Hartley on Instagram, and let me know what you think uh, about today's episode. Because every now and then I just, I'll just I'll press live and I just kind of go off on a tangent and I'm done. And I'm and I feel like sometimes that can be some of the best content that gets produced. And I'd hate for you guys in the podcast to not have the opportunity to hear some of that. And so. Without further ado, we're going to jump into uh, the podcast episode, which again was originally a live stream over in my mastermind community. Let's do it. Okay, so let's get into this conversation about objections. Let's first, uh, I took a couple notes because I was trying to brainstorm all of the objections that I get in a consultation and then really come up with the top three. Oh, wait, hold on real quick. Lazy. Awesome. Lazy is excited for Reset. I'm going to be speaking at Reset. I'm going to be a keynote there. Super excited for Reset Conference. <laughs> so Lazy, I'm so glad that you're going to be there too. Okay, cool. So let's talk about objections for a second, you guys. It doesn't matter what field you're in. Uh, there's a big misconception about objections, that an objection to your offer is a rejection to your offer. And that is not true. An objection to your offer is not a rejection to your offer. It is not all doom and gloom when you're on the phone, when you're in an email, when you're in a consultation. And you, you say something, and then the client says, ah, it just feels like you're too expensive. It just feels like um, uh, i got to talk to somebody else. It just feels like... An objection is not a rejection. An objection is an unanswered question. I love objections. I love unanswered questions because anytime I have the opportunity to answer a question, it's an opportunity to separate myself from the masses. It's an opportunity for me to separate myself from what everybody else over-indexes on and what I'm going to choose uh, to index on, which is usually what everyone else is under indexing on. So um, an objection is just an unanswered question. It's really an opportunity for me to provide value to the individual. Okay. So the first thing is from just a mindset kind of stance to not fear objections, to not view them as a rejection of your work. It is simply an unanswered question. And it's an opportunity for you to probably get better at what you do and explaining your craft. Because if you keep getting the same unanswered questions over and over and over, well, then maybe something needs to get finessed. And so 
We'll talk a little bit about that because as I share the top three objections, I'm also going to talk about maybe some of the ways that you can head them up so that way it's no longer an unanswered question by the time that it arises, right? Um, is that making sense? If that makes sense, that objections are not rejections, they are just unanswered questions, can you guys type into the comments, yes, with an exclamation point. Yes, I need to see that, you guys. I want to know that you're tracking with me uh, on this before I take it any further. I'm going to look for those comments before I go any further. Yes, with an exclamation point. There's a slight delay in the comment feed, and so I'm going to I'm going to give you guys a second. I'm going to wait till I see a yes. Otherwise, I'm closing down this video as we speak. Craig says yes. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Alicia. I see it. Amen. Okay, good. So now that we understand this, Jess is getting, she's getting cheeky over there. Now that we understand that objections are just unanswered questions, let's, uh, yes, yeah, Stephen. Okay, let's, let's, let's take this another step, okay? Because, um, let me see where my notes at. One of the things that, that oftentimes, it's like our gut reaction when somebody objects, when they give us a, a response to something. Let's go the classic route of you're too expensive, right? It's like you're too expensive. Uh, as soon as somebody kind of comes at us like that, a lot of times our response just in our human nature is that of defense. It's like you just came at me. Like why did you tell me I was too expensive? Like, I, And so we want to defend ourselves. And so what, what tends to happen is let's say that I'm able to defend myself that I'm too expensive, right? So Ben, you're too expensive, okay? I want to defend. Well, if I win that defense that I prove to you that I'm not too expensive, okay? What essentially is going to occur is that I'm going to make myself right. And in the process, I'm going to make you the client, the lead actually at this point, you're not a paying client, you're a lead. I'm going to make you wrong. Okay. So when we talk about handling objections, the goal is not for me to try to convince you uh, that, that whatever you brought up isn't what it seems. Okay. It's not that I'm too expensive. No, I'm not too expensive. Actually, I've won the, the top 10 wedding photographers in the world, uh, in the country, and I've been here, 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 and I've been shooting for 10 years, and I've got all this gear, and you should see the testimonials. As soon as I go into me trying to prove or convince, right, it makes me right, and it makes you wrong. And when you're wrong, when somebody makes you wrong, does it really make you want to buy from them? Does it make you want to like spend more time with them, have more of these interactions? Does it make you like them more or less, right? And so what you need to do when somebody gives you an objection, you do not want to resist the objection. Everything in us says, I need to resist this objection. You just said I'm too expensive. Well, that's how I feel about that. And I'm not too expensive because of all these things. Don't resist. Whatever you resist, it's going to kill you. It's just going to, whatever you resist persists, okay? And so instead, what you need to do is need to embrace the rejection. I'm sorry, embrace the objection, okay? You need to embrace the objection, okay? You need to validate what they said. You're too expensive, Ben. Yeah, yeah, I am. I get that. I totally get it. You're right, okay? You need to embrace the objection, 
And then you don't just leave it there. It's not just like, yep, bye. <laughs> you need to embrace the individual, embrace the objection, welcome them in. Yes, I get that. Mm, come here, girl. Let me give you a hug, right? I get it. Okay. Embrace the objection, right? Bring them in closer to you. And then you need them to actually draw their own conclusion, but you can't do it inside of the complexity and the density and the intensity of the current existing moment, right? So I need them to draw the conclusion that although I'm expensive, that it, it is exactly what they want. But I can't do it inside the conversation about wedding photography that we're currently having right now because it's just, it's too complicated, it's too loaded, they're in the middle of it. And so I need them to draw that conclusion by having a conversation around something that might parallel this. So I need to take it outside of all the um, outside of all the drama that maybe we're in right now and have a conversation about something else that parallels back. I'm going to explain how this works in a minute. Um, Derek, Derek just said this. Oh crap. I just hopped on. What did I miss? You missed a good portion. Um, okay, good. So if that part makes sense that you, you can't reject the objection instead that you need to embrace the, the objection, you need to embrace it and then have a conversation that allows the, the lead to draw their own conclusion to the fact that this is what they want right? But you need to allow them to draw the conclusion with a parallel event. That's ideally what you would, what that, that would occur. Okay. And a lot of this is, has to do with, with questions. And so if that makes sense, that you can't reject the objection, that you cannot uh, object the objection, <laughs> I'm getting my words kind of mixed up, that you can't resist the objection, that you need to embrace it. Can I get some, can I, can I get a, uh, what should we do? What should we do? Let's just say little thumbs up, little thumbs up emoji. If that makes sense, thumbs up emoji that you need to embrace the objections, whatever they throw at you. Yes. Yes. Now here's the thing. It's not, I understand. Okay. So when they, when they give an objection, you don't say, I understand you. Okay. Cause that's a, you probably don't. And B it's, it sounds patronizing uh, and, and overused. I'm seeing the thumbs up. Awesome. I'm Andrew's going rogue and throwing out an amen. Andrew. Good. Jess's uh, thumbs up. Andrew went back on track with, with a thumbs up. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Uh, awesome. 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 So good. Okay, good. Thank you. So, um, where, what, what was I saying? I, I forget. I, I just started looking at you guys. And so, so now let's take a look at, uh, I feel like I was on to something and then I got distracted by the thumbs up. It's all good. So I want to now understanding these things that you are going to embrace the objection. Okay. And understanding that an objection is just an unanswered question. Let's talk about the top three objections that you face and how you're going to embrace it. How are you going to embrace it? How are you going to embrace it and have a conversation around a parallel event? How are you going to embrace it and then spin it to allow the lead to draw their own conclusion? Okay. So the first one is this. You are too expensive. How many of you heard that, right? You are too expensive. This is one of the biggest objections that you're going to receive. You get to the end of, of your pitch. You get to the end of your sales conversation. You get to the end of your interaction. The email gets sent over. However you're doing it, this is not a conversation about that. It's just a conversation about their response. And their response is this. Ah, you're just 
man, I love it. You're just too expensive. That is the objection they face. It's one of the number one objections that we as photographers face. Are you guys facing that objection? You're too expensive. I can find someone for cheaper. I don't know. Just a little too much, a little too much money over there. Um, if you're, if you're experiencing this objection, let me know in the comments. Okay. So rather than me try to convince the lead that I'm not too expensive, that I'm actually worth every cent because of all the awards, because of how long I've been in business, because of what I shoot on, because of all the testimonials, because of so many brides and grooms and clients and how awesome my work is. And have you seen my feed? Have you seen how good this shit is? Have you seen how many followers I have? Instead of trying to resist the objection, you need to embrace it. You need to embrace the objection. And then you need to ask a question. Now, I'm a big fan of the Socratic form of questioning. Socrates was a brilliant man. You can learn a lot from him. And, and there's, a, there's, a, there's kind of a Socratic uh, way of conversing with people. And one of the ways that the, the, the Socratic form of questioning works is when someone says something, you actually, you need to dig deeper in. You need to actually get, allow, um, not just yourself to understand, but you need them to understand what it is that they're saying. Cause sometimes people just say things and, and we don't really say what we mean. We just say things. And so you need them to articulate it and then they'll actually be held accountable to what they say. And so when someone says we're too expensive, the first thing is, what do you do? You embrace. Yes. Yeah. I get it. Uh, totally. We're expensive. Yeah, there are a lot of photographers that are way cheaper than us. Like actually some people even do it for free, right? I was on Craigslist the other day and like people are on there for like 200 bucks, they'll shoot your wedding. Okay, you guys get it, right? So yeah, we're expensive. There's people that are like way cheaper. Um, let me ask you this, out of curiosity, when you say that we're too expensive, compared to what exactly? This is the first kind of Socratic form of questioning. When someone says that you're too something, Right? You're too expensive, you're too cheap, uh, you're, you're too far away, you're too uh, whatever it is, right? Um, you're too moody, you're too bright and airy, whatever it is, right? So let's just go with expensive. Yeah, we are, we're, we're expensive. You know, there's a lot of people that would do it cheaper. I, I'm, it's out of curiosity, I wanna stay with you on this. Out of curiosity, compared to what exactly? Like what specifically? Who specifically, okay? And you want the, the lead at this point to actually wrestle with themselves. Like, well, what are we too expensive to? Right? Are we too expensive to the Craigslist? Are we too expensive to their uncle? Are we like, who are we too expensive to? Okay. And at this point, by the way, I always have a conversation with my leads a little earlier that we actually already have had this conversation. We've already addressed, uh, like, I try to talk people out of hiring me. This is coming from, uh, what's his name? Jonathan. I forget I it. I forget the guy's name. John, John Stark, Jonathan Stark. Jonathan Stark has this why conversation and, and I do this with my couples prior to we get to this point where I actually try to talk my couples out of hiring me. I say, listen, why are we even talking? Like, well, I'm just curious. Like there's people who would do this for cheaper. You could go to Craigslist. You could have a family member shoot this thing for probably free. Um, why aren't you? And so we've already had this conversation and they're gonna tell me why, okay? And so I'm gonna bring that back up at this objection, okay? So when I say, yeah, we are really expensive, I'm just curious, like compared to what exactly? You know, because we already talked a little bit about Craigslist and we talked about, you know, like having maybe a family member shoot it. Um, like there's, there's cheaper options available to you guys out there. 
All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S-T-O, Gusto. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982, and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, This is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They make like like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work. But Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, The really cool thing too is everything is online. Like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. You guys, let Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, It gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. Do you remember when you started your photography business? Like it was no small feat. It took late nights. It took early mornings. It took the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little bit easier? Uh, Our friends at FreshBooks, they have the solution. So FreshBooks is invoicing and accounting software, and it is designed specifically for small business owners, not like massive shops, small business owners. It is simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized. Uh, well, then, uh, for me, it's it's like the bottom drawer of like my IKEA furniture. But maybe you're like the shoebox kind of person with the crumbled receipts. Either way. With FreshBooks, you create and send professional-looking invoices in like 30 seconds tops, and then you get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time, which is my biggest downfall is that organization for tax time. And here's the best part. With FreshBooks, it grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. So join the 24 million people who have used FreshBooks. There's a 30-day free trial. There's no catch. There's no credit card required. 30 days free. Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography. Freshbooks.com forward slash photography and enter six-figure photography. And how did you hear about us? That's the little section there. How did you hear about us? Six-figure photography. You guys, at this point... Let's hop back to the show. One thing I like to do is this. Remember how I talked about asking a question that that parallels to what's going on here to a parallel event in their life and allow them to draw the conclusion? Sometimes I'll do that here, you guys. And I'll say this. Um, can I stay with you on this for a second? 
um, so I've been married for 10 years and I've, I, uh, I've seen good photography and I've seen bad photography and, and, and the importance of really good photography just for my own life, 10 years down the road. So I have like this little perspective. And so I, I want to ask a question if that's okay. And I'll wait for permission and I'll say, can you tell me about one of your favorite memories in your entire life? One of like your, maybe it was like your happiest day of, of your life. Um, and maybe it was just a moment. Maybe it wasn't even the whole day. Maybe there's just a moment that, it, that stuck with you. That's just been, it's one of the happiest moments of your life one of your favorite moments of your life, something that you hold so dear to you. Can you picture that? Maybe it was, maybe it's like your parents were with you or your brother or sister. Maybe it was actually your fiance, right? This guy who's sitting right here. Maybe you were alone, right? But I want you to picture, I've got mine every time. It's like, I can, I can imagine mine right now. It was the day that my daughter was born and it was the look on my wife's face as she held my daughter B. And I'll ask them to tell me about that memory. Tell, like, what is it? What is that moment? What is that memory? And I'll let them unpack it for me. And I'll say, yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. What if that memory was gone? What if it was completely gone? You could no longer pull it up. You could no longer smile thinking about it. You could no longer share that story with another person. You could no longer retell it. What if it was gone? What would you pay to have that back? What would it be worth to have it back? I'm telling you right now, this is just from my own perspective. Your wedding day will be like one of those memories. People say all the time, it's going to be one of the best days of my life. Your wedding day will be one of those memories. And the difference is between having someone on Craigslist or any other photographer do this versus me is that when I show up to shoot that wedding, you, the risk is gone. I've got it. You're good. You don't need to worry. The day is going to be preserved. You're going to have it. It's going to be not, it's not just going to be beautiful. It's not just going to like look good. It's going to look like you. It's going to look like your relationship with your dad. It's going to look like how you felt. It's going to be actually what you're up to. Okay. Do you see the parallel? Okay. How I was able to take them into an experience and actually ask that. And if they come away from that experience being like, you know what, I, I don't know, maybe I'd only pay 100 bucks to have that memory. I don't know, maybe, maybe it's not going to line up then. Maybe they're not your client. But for me, I know that my memory, that moment that I just, that moment that I just shared about the look of my wife's face holding our little daughter B. I, I'll tell you right now, uh, easily, easily, practically, I'd go to, the, I'd get $50,000 right now just for that just for that. Okay. Okay. So whoo, that's the first objection. <laughs> All right. You guys track with me. If this makes sense, if, if, if that lined up now, uh, there's a little bit of role playing there. Hopefully I, I was able to keep you guys. I didn't lose anybody in the role playing. Okay. 
So uh, it's a little tricky when I'm role-playing with myself. It'd be a lot better if I had someone side-by-side -side that I could role-play with. So if, I, if that made sense, if I did not lose you in that role-play experience, can I get a wow in the comments? Please give me a wow in the comments. If I lost you, then tell me I lost you, okay? I totally understand that. I could have totally lost you. I was totally in that moment, and so I don't really know what happened. I kind of just like blanked for a second there. Um, so... If I, if, if I made sense of that landed, can you get a wow in the comments? If I completely effing lost you, then let me know that I lost you because I was very much present with who, what, I was envisioning a lead, by the way. I was envisioning a lead that was right in front of me and I was so presently with them that I don't even know what was said. <laughs> Jesus, that was nuts. Okay, cool. Okay, good, 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 good. So this is lining up. Wow, I'm getting some wows, I'm getting some wows. Yes, yes, okay, good. I'm glad that this is lining up. Let's, let's move on to the next objection. Let's just keep on moving, okay? So uh, the next objection that you're going to get is, I need to compare you to other offers. I need to compare you to other photographers, okay? I need to compare you to other people. Okay, so um, that's fine. This is great. Remember, when you get an objection, do not resist the objection, you don't try to convince them at that moment. You know what? Instead of you meeting with another photographer, I will include a photo booth right now if you book us today. That is you resisting their objection. Instead, embrace the objection, right? I need to meet with other photographers. Yeah, you totally should. I get that. It, it makes a lot of sense. It makes sense that you would want to meet with other photographers, okay? So the first thing is you embrace their objection, okay? Yes, I get it. And so now at this point, um, you need to ask a couple decisions, okay? I'm sorry, you need to ask a couple questions. The first question, um, which by the way, real quick, before I even get into this, if you only have one price point, if you're a photographer that is a, I've got one option, okay? So you hire me, I've got one option, then you will get this objection far more than any other objections. I need to compare you to somebody else because if you only have one option, they have nothing to compare it to. This is why having three, four, five collections makes a ton of sense because the, the lead can uh, compare your collections to each other, okay? If you only have one solution, one option, they have nothing to compare it to and they will have to go and talk to somebody else in order to compare it to it. So make sure that you have more than one option. I digress. So I need to compare it to somebody else. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, and now we're going to get into the Socratic form of questioning, okay? Um, and this is what you'll say, out of curiosity, as you're meeting with other photographers, on what specifically will you base your decision? How are you going to decide who to hire? So good. One of the best questions you can ask when somebody says, I need to go meet with other photographers. Yeah, hell yeah, you do. I totally get that. You absolutely need to meet with other people. Um, but, so I'm just curious, on what basis are you going to make the decision to hire someone? Okay? Because again, people don't really mean what they say and they don't even know what it is that they're saying. And so you want the lead to actually understand what is it that, that they're going to base this on. Have them actually articulate it. And then I like to follow up with this. When someone says I need to meet with somebody else, um, I like to ask them out of curiosity, um, am I the first photographer that you've spoken with? Like, or am I like the third or fourth? Right? Like, where am I at in your journey of trying to find a photographer? Okay? Am I the first one you've spoken with? And they're either going to say yes or no. Um, and so, uh, one of the things that I like to say 
is I like to essentially use myself, if I'm the first person that they've met with, I like to use myself as an anchor, right? An anchor point for them that everything else is going to be compared to. And I'll just literally establish that anchor. And so if they say, I've got to go meet with other people, I will say, yeah, I totally get that. What specifically are you going to make your decision on as you're trying to decide a photographer? And they're going to tell me, and then I'll say, perfect. Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Am I the first one you're met with? Are you, where am I at in this whole process, right? And they'll say, yes, you're the first one that I've met with. And then I get to say, awesome. I'm glad that I have given you such an experience to compare everybody else to. I'm glad that the next person that you're going to meet with, that you're going to compare them to this experience that you've had today. That's, that makes me excited. Okay. When can I follow up with you? Okay. So again, I'm telling them I'm the anchor that they're going to compare everything else to. And because of what I'm up to in my consultations, y'all don't know what I'm up to in my consultations. Well, some of you maybe know a little bit, but man, I take people through a journey. <laughs> I, I take myself through a journey in my consultations. Um, and it becomes what everybody else is going to get compared to. And if they say, uh, if they say, no, actually, you're the second, third person that we've met with. And then I'll ask them this. Oh, sweet. Um, can I ask you, how is this comparing to what other people are doing? How is this holding up for you? How am I stacking up against the other photographers? And what I'm looking for is them to say, they don't hold a candle to what just went down here. Okay. But I need them to express it. I need them to articulate it. Okay. Because I know what I'm up to. I know what I'm up to. And I know what I'm going to be able to deliver to my leads when they become clients. And I know it's better than what everybody else has. Just do. Okay, cool. Next object. Did that one line up? Did that one make sense? Those, those questions that I just asked, okay? Um, if that did, can I get, uh, what should we do in the comments this time? Can I get a holla, H-O-L-L-A, in the comments? Can I get a holla in the comments? And if that didn't make sense, then you let me know that it didn't make sense. Uh, so that way I can maybe, uh, you know, PM you or something after this and really hone in with you to make sure that I'm clear. I want you guys to be clear on this. Nailed it. Awesome. So good. Jess says, damn, man, this is sick. <laughs> I love it. So good. Okay, awesome. Holla, holla. Jamie, Jamie, I love your face too, buddy. You're so, dude, if you guys don't know Dark Rude, Jamie and Heather, such good, uh, incredible photographers. Actually, Folk is their portrait studio. I need to go check them out. Awesome. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you, Jess. Okay, good. Let me move on to the third objection that you are going to receive, and that's the classic one. Instead of them saying, I need to compare you to somebody else, hey, you know what? I need to put this on pause, and I need to go talk to somebody else. By the way, Les, I see you, and Angela, I see you, Trisha. Okay, good. So the, the third objection that I'll talk about today is instead of I need to go see other photographers, I need to compare you to other photographers, it's this one, the classic one, the one you all don't know what to do with. I love it. This is perfect. You're amazing. You're exactly what I want. I can't wait to put in the deposit and move forward with everything. Oh my God. Incredible. I just need to go talk with my fiance. I just need to go talk with my parents. You know what? I just think we need to have a family sit down meeting about this important financial decision before we move forward. This is amazing. This is a blessing, but I need to have a family meeting. <laughs> You're going to get it all. You're going to get so many variations of the objection that like 
they need to go talk to somebody, right? This is one of the biggest ones. Hey, oh, <laughs> Trisha. Hey, oh. Okay, right? So this is a who, who's getting this objection? You know what? Like, I need to I need to pray on this decision, right? Anybody getting that objection? I need to go sleep on it. I need to talk with my fiance. Okay. Uh, this is this is a really hard one that most photographers don't want to do, and so y'all just are like roll over. Yeah, totally. Yeah, please do that. Okay. So again, you cannot resist the objection, right? You can't resist it. Instead, you need to embrace it. Okay. Yeah, this is an important decision. You should totally sleep on it. Yes, this is a big decision that I wouldn't want you to make alone. Uh, if it involves you and your family, you and your husband, you and your fiance, it, it's definitely one that you guys should work through some of the details with together. Okay. But, <laughs> but, uh, here's the next part. Um, a lot of photographers, you end up doing a percentage to reserve a booking with you, right? So a lot of photographers will do like a, it's 50% down to reserve the date. It is 20, 25% down to reserve the date. And there's two big issues that you're going to have with this. The first one is they're going to need to f the fully choose exactly what it is that they want to buy from you in order to then calculate the percentage that they need to pay you. You're having, you're forcing the person to make every single decision, all the, the complexity of the decision-making, all the finality, finality of the decision-making must be made right there in order for them to book you because you need to create a percentage of it. Okay. Not only that, but then you're like, oh, great. Now that you've stewed over all this stuff, now I want you to do some math. I'm now I want you to really think about those damn numbers, exactly how much you're going to pay. I want you to do some math because everyone loves math and then tell me what that total is. And that's what you have to pay today. Of course, they're going to say, I need to go talk with somebody else. Of course, they're going to say, I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know exactly what collection. I don't know the exact budget. And I sure as hell don't want to do math in front of you. And, uh, and so they're, they're all going to say that you need to stop doing percentages of the sale in order to reserve the date. It needs to be a flat fee, a flat number. Okay. I don't know. I don't care what that number is. You work on that your, yourself. For me, it's a thousand dollars. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the package is $10,000. It doesn't matter if that package is $1,200. It is a thousand dollars flat done even. Okay. And then I say this, Hey, so by this point, most couples know they want me to be the photographer. It's like they can't imagine anybody else. And so I want you to know this. You can reserve the date. Again, in order to do that, it's a thousand down. The date's booked like you've got your photographer. It's like a check off your list. You don't need to worry about photography anymore. You've got your venue. You've got your photographer. Ah, like you're good to go. But I get that this is a big decision. It's an important decision. And so you don't have to decide what commitment you want to make. You don't need to decide what the, what the collection is. I want you to go home and talk with your fiance about that. I want you to go home and talk with your parents and to sit down with them with all the collections and stuff, right? So you get to know that your date's reserved. No one else is going to book it, but then you get to answer that question. You get to discuss it with your family and decide what's the best collection. Okay. And if between now and the week it's going to take to have that conversation, during that conversation, it comes up that it's just not going to line up. 
listen, I'm not in the business of taking people's money that I can't serve. And so if between now and then, between now and Thursday, when are you gonna be able, you'll talk to them Thursday, perfect. So between now and Thursday, if you decide that actually it's not lining up, the $1,000, I'll completely refund it, okay? But you're right, I want you to reserve, I'm sorry, I want you to have that conversation with them. You're totally right about that. I want you to be able to sleep on it. And yet at the same time, I also want you to know that your date is set, that your date's reserved, that you don't need to have anxiety or worry about your photography, okay? You're good to go, okay? So if that is a good move, then it's something we can totally do, and I'll sign a paper that says between now and Thursday when you talk to them, if you decide it's not in the best interest, I totally respect that. I got your back. I'll refund the bid on payment, but I also want you to know that you're good to go, okay? Boom! That's how you answer that objection. <laughs> okay, by the way, if you wanna not even get that objection to start, when you're scheduling your consultations, I ask this. I say, listen, at the consultation, we're making decisions. We're getting into all of the nitty gritty, and so I need whoever is gonna be a part of the decision making to be at this appointment. If it's your mom or dad, I need them there. And if they cannot be there, then you need to do this. You need to send them this video of our work. Blink, send them the link. You need to send them this video of our work, and then I need you to get their sign off. I need you to get their permission that they trust you to make the call, okay? Because we're making decisions. We're, I'm, I like, and so if, if they can't be here, make sure that they send this video to them and that they give you permission to make the best decision, that they give you permission, uh, that they trust you to make the call uh, for for whoever, for the family, for the, you know, for you two, for whoever it is, okay? So I do this prior to the consultation to avoid this objection in the first place. I gotta tell you guys, if this was, actually, let me, let, let me let you <laughs> tell me, if this was awesome, can you guys drop in some encouragement uh, for anybody else who's gonna see this video? Like, yo, y'all gotta watch this. Like, holy wow. Uh, Cause uh, I also would love some feedback. This is exactly what I'm up to over here. When I do one-on-one -on -one mentorships with people, when I work with photographers, when people come out to abundance, when I get on the phone to talk with a photographer to help them actually troubleshoot their consultations, their sales, their bookings, why their numbers aren't up, why their bookings are down, um, this is just like a nugget of what I get into. Uh, I love that Alicia laughs at my laugh. <laughs> That's so good. You guys, um, Jess, yes, I love this so good. You guys, I appreciate you hanging out with me today. Um, if this video did it for you, uh, can you share it? Can you let people know about what I'm up to <laughs> over here? I'm just trying to help people. Uh, and so let me know. And then also make sure that you get the opportunity to get into my mastermind group, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. I'll get a link uh, below for you guys. It's a free community where I get a chance to talk about a lot of this stuff. So you guys, um, thank you so much. Uh, yes, I love this. This is awesome. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I'm seeing the comments. I appreciate it. Uh, for thanks for listening. It's so good. Yes, I appreciate you guys. Man, this was a good. <laughs> Y'all should have had to pay for this stuff. <laughs> Bye, everybody. 
That is a wrap, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed this. I Obviously, you could tell that I was fired up about the content by the time I was finished with it. Um, I really hope that this sunk in. Once again, if it did, let me know at Hartley on Instagram. And then make sure you get a chance to hop into the Mastermind community, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind is how you're going to get access to that group. Remember, please remember objections. They are not rejections. They are just unanswered questions. Embrace objections. You guys, I can't wait to see you in the mastermind community on Instagram. And if I don't see you there, then uh, we get a chance to connect on the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.